Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. Is your business paying too much for its telephone system and services? Do you even know? ASI can show you how you can pay less using new technology with a system that will give you crystal clear calls. ASI will show you how you could be paying pennies on the dollar compared with your current system. Their offices and technicians are local. You can talk face-to-face in person. Now, isn't that better than what you have? ASI.ms. It's Bobby Bascom from AutoMedic. Bobby, when you say, we speak the language, what does that mean? Just that, Craig. We speak foreign imports language specializing in BMW, Mercedes, Audi, Lexus, Porsche. You mean you speak Porsche? Noi parliamo italiano. Hey, keep it clean, bro. Translation, we speak Italian imports, and we're local, so there's no need to drive hours to your dealer. AutoMedic 3552, Jeff Homan Boulevard in Tupelo. Reach us at 844-9379. We speak the language at AutoMedic. Mississippi Sports Today is on your radio. Join the conversation on the text line at 331-2508. 331-2508. Now live from the Serve Pro Studio, here's today's edition of Mississippi Sports Today. Finally Friday. Hallelujah. And welcome in. So glad to have you in the Serve Pro Studio for this February Nine. <laughs> All together, boys. Nine, Nine edition Nine. of Mississippi Sports Today. Presented by Tupelo Coca-Cola. And welcome in. It's a uh, weekend we've been looking forward to, fellas. It seems like the last two weeks has lasted nine months, has it not? Well, Chad Chatterman, current president of Wisconsin, joining us uh, over in the Green Bay Packers corner. Well, you yeah, go NFL focus. today, didn't you, big yeah, guy? I thought so. Very nice. Dreaming that maybe one day we'll get back to the to the uh, so promised land. Yep, so absolutely. Proud of you, my friend. For yesterday, you toughed it out. Yeah, you were on no sleep. No. Showed up at Tupelo Wine and Spirits. Thank you, Barrett. That was a great day. How about that? We had so much fun and met the team and everything. And uh, so don't forget to get by there now. But uh, Brian, you're a good friend of Barrett's, and you you kind of helped out yesterday in sort of a production assistant role. Yeah. So thank you, (laughs) glad to help, Brian Rigby. You got that country western look going today. It looks good, man. Outstanding. Kind of prepping for the bad weather today. Yeah, exactly. We had a soaker three days, Mm. maybe four. Ray, I say we stay in, stock up on our, you know, products from Mitchell Distributing, of course, <laughs> and uh, you know, enjoy the weekend, Super Bowl weekend. So excited! Three three one two five zero eight. That is our Napa Auto Parts text line. I've been texting a little back and forth with Charlie. We've been in sort of a phone tag, meeting tag kind of thing. Every time I can, he, you know. So Charlie, morning to you and. Don't forget to uh, get by your Napa stores on Harmony Lane and, of course, around the corner from us on South Gloucester, 331-2508. And speaking of Napa, NASCAR's mm-hmm. underway. And Brian and, and Charlie and some of their guys are going to go down to Daytona, so you're getting closer and closer to that, man. Yeah, we're getting fired up. Uh, we'll leave uh, Tuesday night and get down there Wednesday for the – they'll do their um, – practice and i think some time trials on 
uh, Wednesday night, and then the duels start on Tuesday, and then trucks on Friday. It's just it's a it's jam packed five days of NASCAR racing and yeah, we like exciting to, stuff. We'd like to also introduce uh, one of our regulars now who's been on the program with us a few times. He was there yesterday with us, and I invited him back today because I don't think he's met Brian Rigby, and also he repaired a cord for me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, due diligence. Give it up for David Dillard, good morning, good morning, good morning. TV uh, director extraordinaire who was on hand for last night's massacre. At the pavilion. You know, Texas A&M, they didn't even cut the bus off. They jumped off the bus, they left it running, and they took care of business. I tried to leave at halftime. I, <laughs> I don't they think they'll let, let you. They wouldn't let me. <laughs> I was surprised. I was kind of surprised. I thought they would bounce back a, a little bit after what happened at South Carolina. But mm. Yeah, and then Kennedy Todd Williams getting the, yep. the ejection just sent it into a, sent it into a tailspin. Uh, yo, after the... the Post-game pressers, I'm sorry, after a loss, are so much better. I mean, because she is an emotional firecracker, is she not? To her credit, she yeah. walked, She thanked all the fans for being there after yeah. the game. Yeah. I mean, she oh, yeah. did the same thing, so win or lose, you know, she's she's consistent. How about yeah. the uh, the crowd last night, David? I was – I. I had other yeah. things on my plate, so I wasn't really counting the <laughs> number of people there, Craig. You guys don't do it. <laughs> no. Tonight's had, attendance. You know, 14 cameras to take care of. No, yeah. But, yeah. So, uh, you know, I would say, I thought, I would say it was average. I, I would say it was average, Craig. I thought it published information how many people come. Well, uh, I'd the, say a couple of thousand. Uh, okay. A couple of thousand. Okay. So, uh, good. Maybe they can turn that around. They don't play again, I think, till next Thursday, and that's Florida, I believe. So Swamp! Yes. On the road. Where you at, Swamp? And i uh, love to hear from you this morning. Uh, Mississippi State takes care of business. They outweave the Georgia Bulldogs. Oh, I see what you did there. See what I did mm. there? Yeah. The, How about two yeah. straight nights with Georgia playing at Mississippi State at the hump? Mm. The men on Wednesday and then the ladies last night. And That's kind of unique. you think they carpool. What, yeah. Right? Yeah, carpool. Save. yeah, save some money. <laughs> or just play a doubleheader. Yeah. That's what high school does. Yeah. That's right. What's wrong with that? That's a good point. All right, get your thoughts in today. We are going to be Buffalo Wild Wings Mm -hmm. uh, shortly here. A little over an hour away from our Super Bowl edition of the Pick 6 with our buddies from Mitchell Distributing. Come out with your buds and enjoy lunch, of course. And Coach Max will be out there. He's probably there now. He could be. Well, he's in transit. He's listening, so we got to be careful. You know, we gave him a hard time last week on the show. He was not a happy camper when we showed up. (laughs) And we just joke around, Brian. It's all about team chemistry, right? Yeah, he's probably out there knocking on the door. He's he's doing push-ups in the parking (laughs) lot. Now, he can do that. Coach Max. Yes, he can. Very nice. All right, your finals last night. State over Georgia, 76-57. They won the fashion game, too. Probably by double digits. You see the hair? Lovely. Yeah. Texas A&M out-rebounded Ole Miss 41-29 last night. And, David, you probably know this. You're watching it. Uh, yeah, yeah. 12 for 12 from the line. They were. That's dadgum impressive yeah, for is. any team in this day and age. Yeah, That's not. It's not a, a major priority for a lot of coaches. The thing is, when you look at the stat line from last night, and we were, our, our, my producer and I were talking about this as the game went on, the stats didn't look that bad. The score was just horrendous. But rebounds were fairly close. Turnovers were fairly close. Points off turnovers were very close. But, uh, yeah, in the end, your stats, you can't win the stat. Well, when one team goes 12 for 12, David, and then Ole Miss struggled a little bit at the line, that just yeah. 8 of 14. Mm. But, um, yeah, yeah, you're right. And talk about that with the ejection, because it was highly controversial. Uh, it was a – I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been doing 
college basketball for years. Uh, it was a intentional foul, technical foul. So and she elbowed her. Mm-hmm. It was very yes. evident. We had it on. We had like four angles from replay. Great angles. Yep. But then the A and M player got in Kennedy Todd Williams' face, and she responded. Therefore, double tech, and so that the tech sent the ejection. Would cause the ejection. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. If she she just walks away and doesn't respond, which is very hard to do in the heat of the moment. Right. She walks away and doesn't respond, then she's it's just a flagrant foul and away we go. Oh, okay. Yep. Now, we were a little confused right. as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, what a turn of events in Oxford last night. Softball began yesterday. <laughs> Six teams in the SEC. Why are you snickering? Well, I mean, there's this, we were talking about like weather earlier just a couple minutes ago, and no problem with Mother Nature out in Hawaii on the islands for Ole Miss, except the outcome, of course. But Mother Nature is not a not, a, yeah. not an issue out there. Rebels dropped their. They actually out hit BYU ten to nine yesterday. They lost the game though, uh, seven to four. Ole Miss had three errors yep. in really the difference on yeah. that. Led to three unearned runs, and what was the difference of the score? 7-4, right. that was it. Beaver on the hill. Kayla Beaver, that is. The outstanding Alabama pitcher. Mm. Mm. All she did in the first game of the season, throw a no-no against Villa Nova. <laughs> it's break it down. It's Craig so is on a roll. It's only nine fifteen. No, Alabama wins three to nothing uh, as part of the action. Last they've always yesterday. had great pitching. Remember David last year, oh. uh, part of the the broadcast. I enjoyed having being part of Montana Fouts through a no, yeah. perfect game. In a fact. Perfect game through a perfect game at Ole Miss. Yeah, um, it was a run ruled perfect game, but it's still a perfect game. Perfect game. Yep. So they they're known for their pitching through the years, and it looks like they've All got right. another one. Yeah, exactly. A Mr. West has checked in today. Our trivia aficionado says, "Good morning, gentlemen. I got two for you today. I bet we nailed these. I don't know. I got a good feeling about our panel today. We got a, we got a lot of smart guys on the panel. Where <laughs> <laughs> Pat Mahomes can become the third quarterback in NFL history to win three Super Bowls in his first seven seasons. Who are the other two? The new three: Bradshaw and Brady. I'm going there." What Maybe about a Bart? Bar- no, he didn't win three. He didn't win three. He only All right, two. and uh, there's a follow-up question. <laughs> so, Lamar Jackson won the MVP last night with his second season with over 3,000 yards passing, 800 yards rushing. There have been only a couple of quarterbacks to have 3,000 passes, 800 rushing. Who's the first quarterback to do it? So we got Roman Gabriel. I'm saying, wow, Gabriel, wow. wow. I still see that L.A. Rams helmet, that uh, that blue and white. I yep. got a, I got a question, maybe a little simpler, because Mr. West, you're throwing out some doozies today, brother. Mm. To hire him as a researcher, uh, right? <laughs> so I wanted to ask because you did see Lamar win the MVP last night. Anybody know who the runner-up was? He got 49 out of 50 votes. By the way, Lamar did. Lamar got 49. I found that hard to believe. I, I kind of find that hard to believe There's some well. other dudes in yeah. this league. Yeah. 49 out of 50. Who was the 50th or that lone vote? Did it go to Purdy? Josh Allen. Josh Allen wow. was the other first place vote. Who was runner-up, though? i surprised by this. So it wasn't Mahomes. So it was Purdy. Purdy. No. No. Runner-up. McCafferty. No, don't don't guess every quarterback. <laughs> Let's just end the roster. All 32. Okay. 30. David, I already get enough from You're Craig. Dead. I don't need you to start <laughs> jumping on this thing as well. Do it. Don't yeah. say Wisconsin. It's real easy, man. It's <laughs> make it too easy. McCafferty? Uh, no. This is a quarterback. Dak Prescott. Oh, wow. The runner-up? It was a big gap. 
21 and 2. Wow. Dak Prescott. Wow. Hit some great numbers. I, I believe yeah, Allen did. was third and uh, Purdy was fourth, maybe, or Mahomes third. I, I don't think Mahomes was there. I think it was Josh Allen and then Brock Purdy was fourth. When is the last time a non quarterback won MVP of the Super Bowl? Mm. Was I born? Yeah. Yeah. It is crazy yeah. how it's turned into a. A quarterback Quarter, every, every year. Every single year. Think yep. about the Aaron Rodgers and, of course, Mahomes is one. Yeah. Lamar Jackson now with two on his resume. He's only 27. I know. Okay. How about that, though? You're talking about with Jackson and Prescott just then. They didn't do very well in the playoffs, though, did they? Mm-mm. Nope. This must be a regular season award. And Dak had a really good Oh, yeah, he had season. some great numbers. Absolutely. Right? All right. One week is the fans from our text line today. Thank you very much for checking in. One week it's fans, next week it's players. Who's next, coach? Stop pointing the finger. Start pointing the thumb. <laughs> Just saying. Whoa. Uh, that's our. Uh, this particular listener is pretty hard on coaches. I gotta say, and it, it's equally distributed between schools. Aikman is the third Swamp Man. Dak was runner up. Yeah, good. Thank you, Swamp Man. You're on point today. Appreciate you very much. Yeah. Pat Willis, elected. How about that? Yeah. To the National Football League Hall of Fame. That's awesome. How many Ole Miss Rebels have been elected to the Hall of Fame? Lifetime. You know this, don't you? Yeah. Two. I just read it. Three. (laughs) The article. This will be the hat trick. I I didn't know either one of them. This will be three. I wouldn't have admitted it. You don't know, Bruiser. I just just brought it up. Canard. Canard, that was where the athletic dorm was named after. Right. Used to stay in Bruiser, the Canard, yeah. one of the greats of all time. The one we're going to talk about today is the other guy that hardly any Ole Miss fan or otherwise has heard of. And that is a fella by the name of Gene Hickerson. Now, if you're older, you'll know that name. David, you're shaking your head. No, you know? I, I know Neither. the name Gene Hickerson. Yeah. I can't pull Gene Hickerson's stats out of the top of right. my head. Okay. Well, we're going to hear a story today about the green, uh, the great... Gene Hickerson, and he's going to be a nominee for our SNH Man of Steel. I'll tell you oh, why. Wow. Yeah, this guy was amazing. One of the best offensive tackles in SEC history. And he went on, great career with the Cleveland Browns. But he had something happen to him you won't believe, and he is definitely a candidate for Man of Steel. Fifth, uh, I'm sorry, 500,000 have ascended on lost wages, Nevada. Think of the money. It's going to be lost. Oh. When we say lost wages, we mean it, my friend. Population of Las Vegas is 641,903. So you're almost doubling it. Who's been to Vegas? Anybody? Uh, Brian? I have yeah. never been to Vegas. Big I've been one time. Is that like a Jacksonville uh, big spread out geographic, or is it pretty much all? It's pretty congested yeah mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to tell because the tall buildings around you mm-hmm. hotels and right. casinos. But, a, but a limited area yeah it it's is not like right. it's, it's not spread out too no. much because you get outside of that area they've got they call these little towns or whatever communities right, right. Call them. right. very similar to suburbs like a like a main street like a west main kind of very similar kind of that strip that yeah <laughs> <laughs> trying to localize it a little bit here dynamite comparison <laughs> you know i often hear cupola in vegas compared to yes west exactly well west main yeah yeah exactly yeah. casino on town creek i heard a conversation <laughs> heard a conversation about the super bowl cities now obviously the last few and several gonna be domed yeah Mm. safe for a reason yeah 
right? And I heard this conversation about Nashville is covering their stadium. They will have a domed arena. How cool is that? And what a boost for the economy of Las Vegas and every city that hosts a Super Bowl. It's crazy. The impact, right? And I could see Nashville with a country music theme and everything getting – couldn't you? Oh, or yeah. If they do it, we're in, right? You know, they knocked it out of the park with the draft several years ago. That's right. I mean, they – They host very a well. Giant party. Very oh, yeah. well. Well, as long as they dome it, then, yeah. You can I put a Final they're... Four in there. Sure you can. Right? Yeah. And there, it's, then this thought hit me. So they don't play these games in cold weather cities like no. your area of the country will. That's right. And because of the time of year and the conditions that you're likely to face. So a lot of these places are either building domes in these cities and they vote on whether or not to build domes in hopes that maybe one day they'll be selected as a site city for the Super Bowl. And Nashville's among those. Some cities declined to do it, saying, no, we like our home field advantage and we're used to the cold. Mm-hmm. So bring it. But this occurred to me. What happens in the college football playoff 12-team playoff where there are going to be some home rounds? Sure. Yeah. What if you're playing in December at Penn State? Yeah. It was already had problems with their stadium with freezing. They're probably, that's an old place. They've talked about it. So that's going to make for some interesting television, my friends. Yeah, windchill. And we've seen it in the NFL playoffs this year. The the windshield cold temperatures home, that does affect the home game at Michigan. Yeah, and I would kind of like that. I'm not a you know as I've gotten older, I'm not a big cold weather guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but I, I think it'd be cool. I don't want to be in Oxford in cold, but I think it'd be cool to be in Michigan or Penn State or Wisconsin or mm-hmm. somewhere like that. I think that would be just to, I don't know in South Bend, Indiana. Yeah. That would be cool to kind of take in that atmosphere because you kind of think of those cities and football teams as cold weather yeah then you throw in some snow yeah yeah oh so is it top six or top eight get the get the first round at home i believe top eight top eight yeah so we could have top two get buys and then right it could be unplayable in oxford i mean we've lived here we know yeah in December. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Three three one two five zero eight. Swamp Man sending the laugh emoji on the West Main Vegas Strip <laughs> comparison. Economic right. impact of the Super Bowl to a location. What is it? It's over a billion. One point three. Yeah. Wow. Rigby all that, over that. That, that uh, warrants building a dome stadium. Yeah. If you can. Sure. If you can grab right. one of those bids. Yeah. yeah. Goodness. Impressive. Traffic. Issues in Vegas. Can you imagine? Oh, it's already crazy. Mix all that alcohol. Yeah. Mix all the the excitement, the way these fans, these rabid fans act, and then throw in a bunch of congestion lines and traffic. <clears throat> Uber right. drivers make a make their year in one weekend. I, I would imagine. Mm. And that's what's cool about um, Nashville is you can basically walk out of your hotel downtown, walk across the river, and you're there. There's no really need for Ubers or transportation, and it's it's kind of unique in that that everything is downtown, um, and and that's what I like about going to games in Nashville. Yeah, right. This is uh, Mr. West points out it's a new stadium, all right, and he did nail the uh, correct answer on the last non-quarterback to win the NFL MVP. It was 2012. It was Adrian Peterson. ADP. 
Now, wow. how many? I'll give you another one. 1970 to present, how many defensive players have won the MVP? And who are they? Mm, you I know. Count them on one hand. For I sure. got one name. Okay, you go for no, first. Okay, okay, I know there was like a Chuck Howley or something for the Cowboys back against the Colts back in the early 70s. I think you may be talking about an MVP of the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's right. Oh, not, we're not talking. I thought you were talking about oh, MVP talking, of the Super Bowl. Uh, that's what I thought. League oh. MVP. Oh, the league MVP. Oh. Okay. a lot of them on okay. defense in, in the Super Bowl. That's I'm what talking I mean. about the league MVP since 1970. Only two dudes. The Minister of Defense. Reggie Watt. That is a great guess, but I couldn't I couldn't find him. Wow. I was looking mm, for him big my, time. That was my guess. Yeah. Right? Mm. Mm. All right. So think now the answer to that, 331-2508. If you want to Google it, that's up to you. If you're conscious. Can I take one more guess? Can't live with it. Yeah. Ronnie Lott. Another oh. really good wow. guess. Yep. He was a playmaker in that right? defensive that secondary. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be a bad rabbit hole to – of these two teams, name your all timer. All the you know the guys from the Niners, of course, and Ronnie Lott would be one of the first on your list, right? Especially yeah. on defense. Oh yeah, Keith Green, and then for that's a really good wow. guess. No, that's no. a nice way of saying no. <laughs> yes, <laughs> really, well, that's a good he guess. He jumped on me a little bit earlier, yeah. so I think he's just trying to he's, round out the edges a little bit. <laughs> He doesn't want you to spit in his food at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, exactly. He'll get the home version of our cane. <laughs> you know what he's saying. College football news. How you like the alliteration on this one, Chatter? God, I loved it. Absolutely adored it. Bring it. Martindale makes major Michigan move. That's hard to do to place five in a row. Yeah. The M&Ms and yeah. then some. All right. So, if you didn't hear... Uh, Jim Harbaugh, who's a Michigan man and always will be and loves that university and program, after pillaging the coaching staff, good luck with uh, no coaches, uh, they hired a defensive coordinator. It was announced yesterday that Wink Martindale has been hired as the defensive head coach from the Giants in the NFL, and he's had a history with the Ravens. Mm-hmm. He's coached some very good defenses. Known and, uh, quantity, for sure. Very mm-hmm. well thought of. Not mm-hmm. to mention, he's a heck of a game show host. Yeah. All right, phenomenal. Yeah. That's when I thought of I mean. It looks remember good. Delusic be, tried to get him on one guy, time on his podcast. He looks good interview. to be as old as he yeah. is. Too. I'm I mean, telling you, this yeah. guy was a, D, a DJ in Memphis, <laughs> Wink Martindale, who originally seriously he was originally uh, interviewed wink martindale's from memphis yes. friends not the, not the football wink martindale no no the there's two but there's the, a, yeah the game show host. hard to believe that name is shared by two individuals but it is wink. and wink martindale was a buddy of elvis and yeah. was a yeah no. a bunch of pictures of wink martindale yeah. and elvis. oh yeah the old wink Martindale, not the new one Mm-mm. now the new Mm-mm. one is the defensive coordinator <laughs> no. i thought no. it interesting Might be pictures of him and elvis too we don't know yeah Interesting that an NFL coach is going to dip his foot, dive in, whatever you want to say, in the mess as college football. Because you're seeing a lot of the opposite. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I'm out of this chaos. You imagine a. a, I mean, he gets there and his. You know, the coaches are going. Hey, dude, this is a whole different game than what you remember. Back when yeah. you were coaching before. Not what it used to be. Hey, but, dude. but also, how about that carrot that they're dangling though, in front sure, of them, too? Right? Mm-hmm. There's some major There's coin. Yes. So, the other thing, I but, heard a, a player. 80-hour weeks and 14-hour right? I mean, days. and You yep. don't see your family for Yeah. I heard months. this also. And it's obvious, I think, would stand to reason, that the college players are, the minute you walk into a room 
or a pro, onto a program, and you come from the NFL, all the college players, that's immediate respect. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you ain't got to earn. You know they <clears throat> they want to know what you know. You know, so that's I guess a good get for Michigan. Someone just sent in, I believe it was Swamp on the Dallas Cowboys, have uh, announced their defensive coordinator is it Zimmer. Did they end up hiring Zimmer? I know they interviewed him. I believe he used they to did. be the Minnesota head coach. Yeah, I believe so. Lawrence mm-hmm. Taylor's a great guest. Swamp. Oh, LT. Yep. Matter of fact, Swamp has nailed oh, one of the two. There you go. One of the two. Good job. Great job, Swamp. And I trust that Swamp did not Google that. All right, three three one two five zero. He did say uh, it is an open book test, though. You did say, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> just fun, just having fun. Um, yeah, DC for. Cowboys, Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer, yeah. Right. Lawrence Taylor, yes, indeed, is one of the correct answers. The other one a little further back in 1970. Now, I would say these, I didn't go further back than 1970 in the interest of time, but I believe they're the only two defensive players ever. So, you, did you say that it was in the 70s or 1970? 19, in the, 1970, I believe, was the year that this. 1970 to yeah. present day, there's been two, is what you're saying. Yeah. And the other one was in 1970. Yeah. 1970. So what does that tell you? So it's Jets and Colts. About that award. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit tainted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't trust it. Well, who gets the stat lines, though? Yeah. It's yeah. the quarterbacks. It's the... Yep, all about the it's numbers. the running backs. It's all about the numbers. Well, I tell you what. Mother Nature must have something against the PGA Tour. I tuned in for the Waste Management yesterday, first round. One of my favorite tournaments of the yeah. year. Love this tournament. Brian, you played that track? Have you? I have not played you that not track. Played. I played yeah. the course adjacent to it. Okay. All right. I think it's the champions course. Maybe it's Bobby is telling me about playing there. But uh, yesterday, a wash. Freezing. Couldn't play. Second week in a row. They're trying to get their season start. Meanwhile, Liv is in Vegas. Starts today, the live event in Vegas with John yeah. Rum. I mean, it's, it was a crazy weather day yesterday, though, yeah. Craig. I mean, there was a tornado in Wisconsin, first one in February since 1950. So that's that. Come on, put that, that in your Wisconsin book. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Put that in the book. Omar with some Wisconsin weather stats this morning. <laughs> you got to bring it, man. It's Friday. We'll be back uh, with the traffic report after this. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. We got Colmeyer Cheddar. We got Double D, David Dillard, and Rigby in the house on this Friday back after this timeout. It's Wesley Webb with Wesley Webb Real Estate, award-winning real estate agent and radio sensation. Ha! Well, Craig, I don't know about all that. We just tell it like it is. And maybe that's what folks see in us. No nonsense, just common sense. When it comes to doing business, the only bull we put up with are the ones in the pasture. And so you're saying watch your step when it comes to choosing a realtor. That's exactly what we're saying, old son. It may be old-fashioned or old-school. But it's a system that works. After 19 years, we got it down pat. Are you saying you don't use AI? Sure we do. We use aggressive involvement, making sure the deals get done. We are actively interested, always invested, and authentically impassioned. Yeah, so we are AI. Absolutely incredible. Wesley Webb Real Estate. Your number? 662-844-1681. On the web? www.webms.com. Nothing artificial about us, y'all. We'll see y'all in them woods.
Hi, this is Brian Rigby, owner of ServPro of Tupelo. ServPro is the nation's leader in cleaning and restoration. But here at home, we're more than that. We're neighbors helping neighbors, friends taking care of friends. Whether it's storm, flood, or fire damage, our pros will make it like it never even happened. Our staff has over 150 years combined experience in residential and commercial projects. Visit ServPro.com or call 690-6502. ServPro of Tupelo, here in your community, here to help. Is your business paying too much for its telephone system and services? Do you even know? ASI can show you how you can pay less using new technology with a system that will give you crystal clear calls. ASI will show you how you could be paying pennies on the dollar compared with your current system. Their offices and technicians are local. You can talk face-to-face in person. Now, isn't that better than what you have? ASI.ms You're listening to the home of the Sprinkle, the Gumball Challenge, and some guy named Squirrel? Now, here's more Mississippi Sports Today from the Surf Pro Studio on Super Talk 1019. Hey, hey, Friday, y'all. And we're back in the Surf Pro Studio with our good friends, Brian Rigby. Who has already indicated he's liking the Chiefs. Still on that? Yeah, but I'm not pulling for him. Interesting. We'll find out why. Hmm. Dave Kermitz, president of Wisconsin. Will Chad Chatterman Colmeyer, who we'll see today in an eating exhibition in <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings starting at 11. Yeah, one hour and 25 minutes and counting. My brother, when he was like seven or eight, mm-hmm. uh, I, I wasn't old enough, but... My other brothers would tell me that, it, like, baseball games and stuff, they would give my brother Tim, like, they would just, people would just buy him soda pops or hot dogs and just see how much he could eat. Oh, wow. And he could, like, throw back, like, 14 sodas, just eat a couple hot What a skill set. Dude, he, should, he went the wrong line of work. <laughs> should have been professional, professional leader. Professional leader. Yeah. I think Will could qualify uh, in there, too. Yeah. You give old, uh, I can't compete on that level. Joey Chestnut. Or, no. What's his name? Yeah, you're right. That's it. Run for his money. <laughs> All right, we'll be at B-Dubs today at 11 with our boys from Mitchell Distributing. Hopefully mm-hmm. you can come out and say hello. Enjoy a nice wing lunch or salad, whatever you want. What are you talking about a minute ago? Um, Wisconsin tornado. Yeah. Now... You typically don't see tornadoes in that area of the country. No, especially Usually. when you're ice fishing. Right. I mean, guys are out there on the lake ice fishing. Right. So we're in the south, and there's a tornado in the south. What do they do? The news crew comes out, and they interview the tornado witness. Mm-hmm. It sounded like a freight train. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're always very impressive individuals, right? I wonder what the Wisconsin tornado witness would sound like. Oh, wow. I don't know. I, Some I drunk should... ice fisherman who's been out there for four days. <laughs> I, mean, it's, I mean, it's crazy. Hey, y'all make fun of us. That's right. Yeah. yeah. 1950. Twister Witness. It's almost 75 yeah. years since they've had a tornado in February. Hey, so write, write that down. Twister Witness. Okay. Band name. All right. All right. Or hook for a song. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Tell so, us a, a quick story about Patrick Willis. We talked about him being inducted to the Hall of yeah. Fame. Heck yeah. This guy is an amazing human being. Uh, from the standpoint of how he is with kids, um, he hangs out with a couple that is close to where we are in the RV lot at Ole Miss. And when he comes to games, he always comes down and speaks to my son and his friends. And, mm. and um, 
he always asks the question, may I take a picture with these guys? So the kids don't have to ask to get a picture. So he instigates that. And so this past year, uh, they recognized a 2003 Ole Miss team. And I asked him, I said, I didn't see you on the field. He said, oh, I was in the back. And that's where I was on that team. And I took my spot, as I did in 2003, in the back. Impressive. Wow, absolutely. And and then then he gets into talking to my son, who's a little guy for his age, talking to him about how he was not heavily wanted by a lot of college teams at a high school. He said he got into I mean he got into this motivational speech of how they can measure your your forty, they can measure your bench, they can measure your squats, but they can't measure your heart. Mm. I just walked away. I was like, preach man, it brother. Man, but he is a that's awesome. an incredible human being and, and so good with kids uh, and makes them so comfortable and feel like they're you know, one of him. It's yeah. cool. I've always heard that he was just as nice off the field as he was fierce on the field. And that's a great example yeah. of that. What's that's amazing it. is yeah. that he rode the pine for two years before he yeah. before he got to play. Because Cutcliffe, like all other coaches back at that time, it was all about seniority. The seniors played first. Mm-hmm. And so he rode the pine for two years. Mm. And still had the career he had. Yeah. I still speaking of still, I still can see him light up that LSU. I can still the pile drive. Oh, oh, we thought it everybody in the stadium's like, Oh yeah, this is all this is it. It's on. <laughs> we'll be seen for decades to come. And Patrick Willis did an NFL career about as smooth yeah. and as clean as you can mm. do it. You'll never hear controversy. You'll right? never hear. And also, I'm at my peak. I could probably play five more years. I, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. And, and that takes a lot of, I would imagine, because we hear players talk about it. They don't want to leave that, that life of, sure. of being a competitor and being you know sought after and being put on a pedestal. These that. That'd be a hard thing to, like, ah, well, that's over. What am I going to do now? Didn't he come back and get his degree? I believe he did. I think he did. And yeah. he's just got this genuine smile on his face. Yeah. He is a He's just a happy guy. Um, but and, and I don't know that I've ever heard anybody say anything, you know, negative. No. Like you said, David, no. there's nothing controversial about him. Um, but I have a lot of respect, and we talked about on the show before. Be careful meeting your heroes; and may not be who you think they are. Right? He is the guy, yeah. and and kudos to him, and very excited for him because it's it's sometimes the good guys get left out. Sure, they do. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we do have a photo sent in. Feel free to send in your photos, <laughs> uh, clean photos, that is. And someone has just sent in a picture from Clay County, and it's a Wisconsin tag. License plate number two. No, I'm just, <laughs> they're probably running from the tornado. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, I'm telling you, they Mississippi's were freaking. Not where you want to go if you're going to run from a tornado. I, I, talking to some of my family yesterday and last night, they're like, I don't know how you guys deal with it all the time down there. I mean, they just it's, it's just Tuesday. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. So they said maybe some of Cheddar's kin. That's that. That's a. Uh, that means relatives. Let me translate. Oh, yeah. That I've been down here rel- for 40 years. Okay. Yeah, I understand that. You yes. know what Ken, Ken means. yeah. <laughs> Didn't know him before I came down here, but I do know You him. guys yep. sugar high today. Well, you're close. I had a couple donuts for breakfast, so <laughs> that's was my excuse. Same, <laughs> I had no breakfast. Same I woke Lister, up and came in here. Oh, okay. Same Lester says, has Wisconsin <laughs> got a bubba? Are there bubbas in Wisconsin? I don't know we have bubbas, but we have bubblers. You know what a bubbler is, right? That's what they call a water fountain. In Wisconsin, a bubbler. A bubbler. A bubbler. A bubbler. 
Well, no, we, no bubbas, but there is a bubbler. Bubbler. Okay. Uh, we we call a drooling uh, child a bubbler. Oh. <laughs> yes, in the South, he's a bit of a bubbler. You might want to. Boilermakers in Indiana Saturday. Will ha ha on CBS. CBS. Go. Is this the same? Is this because he? Yeah. Is this the same guy that was giving me a hard time about Purdue? Yep. Beating Wisconsin. Salt in the wound. Yeah, that's okay though. I love it. We deserve it. Uh, My guess is Alan Page. Andy, you, my friend, are correct. Alan Page. Oh yes. Purple people eaters. Oh my goodness. Carl Eller. Carl. Yep. Jim Marshall. Yeah. And then there's one other dude that nobody knows. Yeah, who was yeah. the other guy? Uh, not sure. Okay. Uh, we talked a little bit uh, a minute ago about uh, the live. Uh, man, the live is, uh, I guess it's clean living. They Last week, they took center stage on Sunday because Pebble Beach was shut down. Yeah. This week, they're in the epicenter of all attention of everyone in the world by playing in Vegas. Mm-mm. You imagine? Mm. Saturday, let's go watch Rom, and then Sunday we'll hit the game. Yep. And you don't think there's a lot of people they'll be doing no, that? Exactly. Maybe pull a couple of slots on the way. What do you do? Uh, I'm not a big casino fan. Y'all like them? Oh, I love them. No, do you, Dillard? I, yeah. I like a kid at Disney World. <laughs> I love them. I could play poker for 20 hours and never leave the table. Really? Yeah. Goodness. You're, you're that guy. You must be good. Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> he can't. The people I play with. Or rich would, one. The, the people <laughs> yeah. I play with would uh, think otherwise. Uh, mm. When you keep getting invited to games, you realize that you're dead money. and you know. But, no, I love it. I love it. Appreciate the Jeopardy answer. Cheddar, squirrel. Let's say hello today. Ah, uh, squirrel. Jeopardy answer. Yeah, you answered with a question. Yeah. All right. All right. This is Mr. West. The answer to the first question is Tom Brady and Troy Aikman. Hmm? On that original question, seemed like a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, Mahomes trying to become the third quarterback in NFL history to win three Super Bowls in seven. Brady, we got. The other one was Troy Aikman. I, I wonder. Didn't realize that, but he did win three. That's pretty cool. Randall Cunningham is the answer to question two. First quarterback, 3,000 passing and 800 rushing. And Randall speaking Cunningham. of Vegas, I think that's it. Didn't he go to UNLV? I want yes. to say Randall Cunningham went Randall, to UNLV. Yeah. yeah. I saw Randall Cunningham come down to New Orleans when the Saints hadn't made the playoffs in forever. And this had to be like 92, 93, right? It's the first year they made the playoffs? Yeah, that Is that was, with Joe Horn right, and all that? It was 91. Okay. All right. 1991. Uh, we were, I don't know, gifted tickets to the game. So we went down. Randall Cunningham torched the Saints. Mm. And that was, yeah. That was, I forget the quarterback for the Saints in that Early 90s. Year. But, man, alive. That was, it was so cool to see him in person. I believe he could throw it 100 yards. Yeah, and he could gallop, too. I mean, when he ran, he was right. a dual threat. That, you know, he could throw it and he could run. The football looked so small in his hands. Yes. Uh, and, they, and they're making out like, you know, these athletic quarterbacks are a new thing. Oh, no. No. <laughs> We've had some. He was, he was doing that a long time ago. All right, thanks for the uh, hit on our text line at 331-2508. So we'll uh, – Look forward to the Super Bowl. The 
we talked about a little while ago about the commercials and all that go into that. A million dollars per second to purchase a Super Bowl ad. And we're looking forward to that. Is and that what it is now? I, I believe so. Oh uh, million. One million dollars. Yesterday we learned that they don't even pay the halftime performer. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, we get your room, we get your um, and that I would expect a few cutaways of Taylor Swift, which is actually one of the props for this weekend. Number of times Taylor Swift's name will be said, number of times they will show her, I imagine, a booth. And I was curious to see if the betting would be a lot more because it is in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Does that make the odds maker more comfortable with the game being in their home mm-hmm. city? And you look at these prop bets, I mean, there's just so many. You know what I heard? And this was from the Vegas, like the, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Caesar Sportsbook COO. I heard an interview. He said there are more props on Travis Kelsey than there are the Niners on the money line. What? Wow. That's, well, I, I would have never thought that. Non football people <laughs> are betting on the game. Yeah. And I've, I, I've heard this, and I know you guys have. Well, my seven year old daughter wasn't interested in football until this. Exactly. Yeah. That's, well, that's, well, that's a storyline. But, but that's that's but that's my argument why it's not bad for the game because it's bringing people that would never would not watch the game mm-hmm. to the game. Right. I don't care why you watch. Is she going to remain a fan when well, this romance goes bad? But you might see something you like, yeah. and then you come back and watch. There, it's not. I don't care why you watch. No, just watch. It's the biggest and, PR boost shot in the arm for this league sure. ever, ever. And they're talking about security. And the level that, that it's at this year, and part of it is because of her. And the, all of the changes they have to make, because if the Chiefs win, will she go on the field? They're going to be prepared for that and prepared if she goes to the locker room and prepared if the Chiefs lose, she just leaves. And how she gets in the stadium, how she gets out. And, and and the the fans in the stadium staying after the game and where they're going to go to try to get a glimpse of her. It's all the money, extra money being spent on security is insane because of her. And you know, thinking about that, um, you know, we, we, I went to the Super Bowl 13 years ago with the Packers and the Steelers. But back then, the security for like because there's it's a who's who. So we're walking in, my brother and I, into the stadium, and we're getting a picture. Hey, can you take a picture? And I bump into this guy behind me. I said, oh, excuse me, sir. It's Sugar Ray Leonard. And then I'm walking in, and there's like about 15 feet away, there's Michael Douglas. So how things have changed through the oh, years yeah. where now, with you're talking about security, uh, with Taylor Swift. I know. love it. All right. Yeah. We had some brilliant points on our Nap Auto Parts text line this morning. Thank you so much. Mailman, with this delivery, 49ers win 31-27. Hmm. That'd be a fun one to watch. Yeah. Same, Craig. I told you my six-year-old daughter, Super Bowl is Sunday. She replied, is Taylor going to be there? At least she's interested in the game, I guess. Exactly. Swamp. Beautiful. Joe Green was not the correct answer on the MVP. It was Alan Page and the great Oh, Joe Lawrence. Green would have been a good one. Yeah. Joe, mean Joe, Joe Green, Joe Green right? Mean Best Joe. Super Bowl commercial ever. Oh, oh that Coca-Cola? Yeah. Hot tip on the over and under. Total points. Take the under. Heard it here first. Okay. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, but I would take the under because it's going to be a ball control game. Ready to get the Super Bowl behind us, start the SEC baseball season. Mississippi State has to make the NCAA tournament or bust. Lamonis on the hot seat. Your thoughts, Tommy? Yes, he's on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. 
No question about it. Um, he's got to do well in the in the Southeastern Conference this year, and he's got to get in the postseason. Um, I, I think if he makes the postseason, um, he's probably okay, um, even though that's kind of a given for Mississippi State, a blue blood of the – it's, uh, of of you know college baseball, but yeah. even though that sounds simple, I think that's a must, and it could be that you know um, Zach Selman is looking. To, hey, we we need to get to a super for your job to be safe. Well, especially with those facilities. I mean, there's no and the crowds, and they were just they've been so disappointed the last couple of years. Huge crowds, and then by the third fourth inning, it's already over. You know they're they're down such by such a big score. So I, I I agree with that. Yeah, indeed. Thank you very much. I love this one. This may be the text of the day. Appreciate you. Said play the uh, Taylor Swift drinking game. You'll be asleep before halftime. <laughs> I probably will be anyway. Take a take a sip every time they show her mention. You'll be hammered in the in the pregame. Man, please drink responsibly. Uh, I, I invite some folks over. I said, here's my rule. You come over. I'm fine with uh, you staying as long as you want. But if I go to bed or just, you know. Shut her down? Yeah. Turn your lights off. Stay as long as you want. <laughs> I ain't going to stay up for the end of this game. Well, you got to get up so early, though, I don't too. Know. You gotta... What's it, a 5.30 kick, though? My, my point is <clears throat> this. We're about 8.30 or 9. They shut the world down for this thing. Why on earth can it not be played Saturday night? Why Sunday? We're into, <clears throat> we're into breaking every tradition this country has ever known. In, in our society today, why has it got to be Sunday? Yeah, the, I think the argument used to be that well, that's when the NFL games are played. But now they're playing on they're playing on Sunday, Monday. They Thursday. got Friday night games coming up next season mm-hmm. from like Brazil. Yeah, they're playing a game in Munich, playing a game in Madrid, and some on Friday night. Oh, the high school move aside. Yeah. Uh, we're going to sponge all the attention. I kind of frowned when college football started doing some Friday night games. Right. Yeah. Kind of leave high Why school. Why not play lane. a Super Bowl on Saturday? Crazy. All right. The Super Bowl Saturday rolls off your tongue just as I like just it. Just as easy. Yeah. I like that. I think I like it better. <laughs> well, you could stay up with your hours. You could stay up and watch Either it on Saturday. Either that or give everybody Monday off. Uh, a lot of people take Monday off anyway. True. Yeah. I read an article True. the other day that it's that, that someone wants to make, declare it a national holiday because absenteeism is up like 28% on Super Bowl <laughs> Monday. <laughs> it's probably more likely that that happens than they change it. All right, Brian, so yeah. you be ready. Yeah. You, you you or one of your managers are going to be getting calls Monday. When I uh, when I worked at WTBA yeah. with Will, and I was yeah. over the operations department for a while, I had two or three guys that after this – on. The Friday before the Super Bowl, like I'm not coming in Monday. I'm like, all right, you know, at least you're up front. You're not, you know, not finding out at four thirty in the morning. I, I predict I'll have a cold, yes, or a I'm, stomach virus I'm, I'm Monday morning. Monday. I'm like, all right, good for you. Well, what do you say we hop in a time machine, uh, go in reverse on this date, February nine. The year was. You're up, Will. See that K? That means you. Oh, I didn't realize that. We're going by. Oh, that's this something. I have new. It's a new wrinkle. He's a signed part. It's a I've new wrinkle. It. I love it. Yeah. Uh, 1895 was the year. William Morgan presents his new sport, Mintinet, Mintinet I should say, mm-hmm. to the world at Springfield College in Massachusetts. Later, Mintinet was named Volleyball. They renamed it, and that's why we have volleyball today. How about that? I didn't know that. Billy Morgan. Remember the I name? I love volleyball. All right. 
1920, the Joint Rules Committee bans foreign substances and alterations to baseballs. <laughs> Banned it? Then what did Gaylord Perry do then? He brought it back, I guess, huh? Yeah. Uh, not everyone followed the rules. Oh, okay. I wonder That's what they were putting on. Nolan uh, Ryan. Uh, yeah. I wonder exactly. what they were putting on baseballs in 1920. Jeez, it made no them do it. All right, David, you're up. Uh, 1989, Kevin Johnson of uh, Phoenix ends the NBA three free throw streak of 57 games. Dude, that's incredible. So he made a free throw in 57 straight games? He didn't miss one. He didn't miss one in 57. In 57 games. That's and he, automatic. And he went to the line a lot. He was a point uh, yeah. guard. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. that's a lot. He was so good. He was a small guy, too. Mm-hmm. you got to figure around number 45, he starts to panic a little bit because it's, <laughs> right. i got to keep this going. <laughs> 1992, yep. the 42nd NBA All-Star game. It was in Orlando at the Orlando Arena. The West beat the East. 153 to 113. Talk about a blowout. The MVP was Magic Johnson. Usually they're a little closer than that. And that's the famous Magic game where oh. he had announced he was HIV positive. Yes. Yeah. And there was a lot of talk about it. Players don't want to play with Magic. Yep. And he did play and he showed out. I think he had 40 something points. Yep. Yeah. Do you know the day he made that announcement? No. It was November 8th of 1991, which was the day before my wedding. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Surprised you didn't have to change everything. Well, I stayed at work a little longer that day. <laughs> you know, unbelievable. Wow. That's a heck of a nugget. <laughs> what you got, Brian? That's what I'm here for, man. Yeah, that's what it is. 2006, Al Michaels joins NBC Sunday Night Football broadcast with John Madden. Two of my favorite. Yeah. I completely forgot about it. I don't know why. When I saw that, I'm like, yeah. I like you know, I like uh, Pat Summerall, John Madden, maybe the all time. Oh, that was the great, yeah, yeah, a good great one. crew, greatest, great crew, greatest crew, and one that didn't get a lot of attention. They usually on a B game, but it was uh, Don Crickey. Oh, and Bob Trumpy. Yeah, oh, Trump-y. they were, they were so awesome. solid. That steady team. Yes. Oh, yes. Don Crickey. Don Crickey is the voice of my Sunday afternoons growing up. Yeah. Yeah. NBC. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just love. He, he would always say. And the Broncos. Yeah. Very, that was uh, back when they had Dick Enberg was with Merlin Olsen. Yeah. Yep. Those were some good teams. Quick Super Bowl Dick Enberg story. Back a long time ago, I was doing mornings in Asheville, North Carolina. And we had a USA Today subscription, of course, so I'd go through the paper. And they did a story about Dick Enberg's doing his 15th Super Bowl or mm-hmm. whatever. And it was in Miami that year. And whatever reason... From his uh, suite in the Marriott downtown, Dick Enberg is looking over his notes, and the article gave his location of his hotel. So on a... <laughs> you did. You, no. Did you? You call? No. I call. Oh, my god. Marriott Miami downtown. <laughs> it's like 6.15 in the morning. Oh, no. Live on the radio. Oh, no. Dick Enberg, please. Hold on. Like, ain't no way. There ain't no way that woman just put me through. Hello? Dick, Mr. Enberg? Dude, that is some, that's some, that's some executive level stalking. Dude, this is the morning zoo at Q400 or whatever we were. How are you? Uh, who? Who are you? Dude, that's, that guy. Oh man! 
He was not amused. Apparently, had not heard of our program. He's not a big. He's not a big Asheville, North Carolina aficionado. What's the heat index in the studio right now? Congratulations! Congratulations on your fifteenth Super Bowl. Who is this? Again, you got some poor girl down at the desk, fired probably. Oh man, is it? Yeah, that was her last phone call. Inberg's throwing glasses across the the room. I would I would nominate Dick Hindenburg as a man. But I'm gonna go. I was gonna say Tug McGraw because I got a funny joke about him. We maybe get to. I'm gonna go with a cat we were talking about, Gene Hickerson, uh, one of the all-time greats, Gene Hickerson from Trenton, Tennessee, six Pro Bowls, Cleveland Browns great, and of course an Ole Miss Rebel, one of the great offensive linemen in history. Here's what happened. It is, I believe, his rookie year. Played for the Browns, broke his leg in a game. And he was obviously sidelined for a few games. He's standing on the sideline, and he gets run into by the ball carrier, tackler, whatever, breaks it again, further fracturing his right leg. Gene Hickerson repaired his leg, came back to become one of the all-time great, never missed another game. He might have a pen in there, and he could be truly a man of steel. Man of yeah, steel. steel. I'm sure he does. That's pretty good. Go by and see your guys on Jeb Holman Boulevard. Man of steel. And it's an eight steel. Uh, see Frank and Frank, tell them that we sent. Um, yeah, couldn't believe that. And that guy was an uh, all-time great in Cleveland Browns history, all-decade team. And Jim Brown had retired when he came on board. Before. So he didn't even get the block for Jim Brown. All right, David, thank you. Brian, muchas gracias, amigo. Happy Super Bowl, son. Yeah. yeah. Happy it's Super here. Bowl. Chiefs win. Heard it here first. Super sprinkle. Okay. And we'll see you guys at B-Dub. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.